Welcome to Business Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you thrive in the creative community. Here's your host, events and productivity consultant, Angela Profit. Hi, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Business Unveiled, expert tips and secrets from top creative industry professionals, where we take you behind the scenes of our past experiences in the creative industry and share with you what we have learned from them and how they have made us stronger. This podcast will help you grow a productive and profitable business to launch you into success within the creative industry. Today's podcast is brought to you by Vlog Easy. That is V as in victory. Vlog Easy is an app in the iTunes store for iPhones that help you make content videos as well as vlogging on the go to share with your audience. It has absolutely transformed the way that I do video and communicate with my audience. If you are looking for an app that allows you to edit on the go, or if you simply don't know how to edit videos, this app allows you to do just that. You can record yourself in a quiet room. You don't have to remember what to say. You can simply look at your notes, and each time you're quiet and you pause, the Vlog Easy app takes all of those quiet moments out and edits everything together. It's like magic, and it saves so much time. Vlog Easy allows you to record in vertical or horizontal formatting. You can import existing videos that live on your phone into the app and so much more. Vlog Easy Pro gives you the unlimited cloud backup as well as removing the watermark. Give it a try for free today. The link is bit.ly bit.ly slash vlog easy all in lowercase, V as in Victor, L-O-G-E-A-S-Y. Give it a try. Hi, y'all. It's Angela, and I am back for another episode of Business Unveiled, and I am so excited to introduce my amazing, super brainy, act smart, sales, amazing friend, um, Catherine Porritt. We have gotten the opportunity to work together on multiple projects, and she just has so much valuable information as a business owner to share with you guys today. Um, Catherine's company is called Business Bravery, and I've actually been a client of theirs and gotten to work really, really closely with their team, who is absolutely amazing with sales funnels and strategy and all this stuff that seems really, really scary, but they actually make it very fun and not so scary. So I don't know if that's why you name your company Business Bravery, Catherine, but I love the name. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm all the better to be speaking with you today. Thank you so much for having me on. I am so, so excited. The things that you do, Miss Angela, just make me, you know, want to jump out of my skin. You're doing the most incredible things for the creative and luxury markets. And it's just such an honor that you invited me on today. Thank you so much. 
Of course. And if you guys don't notice the accent, Catherine's from Australia. And I have to give you guys a quick backstory. So I was at this conference in, I think, New Jersey a year or so ago. And this um, guy that was helping me just really teaching me about like copywriting and like I was talking to him about psychology and then we were talking about infusion soft and like geeky stuff. And he's like, don't you know, Catherine, like both of you guys, like your, your paths are very similar. Like you both have healthcare backgrounds and then you both have wedding industry backgrounds. And I'm like, I have no clue who you're talking about. So he like does an intro and then like we jump on zoom and then it's just like, we're like best friends. And then I like, fly to LA, like meet you and Mo, like your business partner. And it's just been so amazing to like meet your team and be part of the team and like see firsthand as a client, like how you really guide businesses and how you really train people like, Hey, this isn't hard. Like we're going to help you do this. We're going to get through it. And I really want the listeners to know that if they are really like, Uh, scared to like take that next step or take that next leap like there are people out there to help them do that like especially in the technology world Um, but before we like jump into all of that stuff I want you to share what you built in Australia for the wedding industry and like how how did you go from like healthcare to weddings and e-commerce and all that like fun stuff that you have built over the years. Yeah. So it's so interesting and um, and amazing that you and I have got such a similar path um, to where we are now. So, um, so yes, I'm an Australian. Um, I started out um, actually managing uh, marketing shopping centers or shopping malls. That was where I, I landed after university. Um, And I did a a marketing and comms degree at university. So, you know, writing and and marketing were always my thing. Um, Look, when I went on maternity leave, when I was pregnant with my first baby, Penelope, I always knew that I wanted to start my own business. And it was my one opportunity to really, you know, a, a lot, I think a lot of women entrepreneurs do this. At that point, when you go into maternity leave, it's like do or die as far as, okay, I'm going to try and make this work. I've got this moment in time where my career is transitioning. I'm about to have a bub. I can either, you know, do this now and create this kind of lifestyle where I can spend more time with my family, but actually really create my own passion project and profitable business. Um, So I've got to do this now. So I started my business then, my first business. So Penny is now um, 13, going on 14. So that's when I first started my own business. It was originally a wedding decor business. um, And I took myself quite pregnant across to the States, knowing that there wasn't a lot of really nice personalized um, decor in Australia and New Zealand available at the time. So I took myself quite pregnant across to the US, met with a number of the larger um, wholesale companies in America and negotiated with them to become the distributor of those products in Australia. And so that business took off. Um, We started creating a lot of our own products and then we, we started shipping them all around the world. So it became quite a large business. By the time I sold that a few years ago, we had um, about, we'd served about 
300,000 events around the world. So quite, you know, quite substantial. Um, I've written a book for um, Penguin and Viking over here called The Party Book, which was super fun to do. I had quite a big following um, on social and those sorts of things. So um, when I sold that business, it was one of those moments where it was like my third, I'd had another baby in the meantime, I've got two kids, but it was like my third baby was now gone. And I was like, what am I going to do now? Um, I love the industry. I love the, the lifestyle and, and the wedding and events industry. And it was so funny. And I think Angela, you've experienced this as well. Um, I was, you know, the, the only woman on the, um, those, you know, the fastest growing business um, lists in the business magazines and those sorts of things. I, I would be one of the only women, certainly one of the only lifestyle business owners, one of the only business women in e-commerce and those sorts of things. So I really want, I knew that I wanted to help other people um, to get into those areas and do it in a way that was profitable and, and actually um, enjoyable for them. So that's when I thought, well, you know, maybe I can use my skills to, to coach. Um, and that's when Business Bravery was born. So business, the, the idea of Business Bravery is very much what you were talking about um, when you so eloquently said, you know, the, the idea of sales funnels and marketing online and digital and technology and those sorts of things is actually quite overwhelming for a lot of entrepreneurs because what you do is you get into business and you get to know what it is that you're delivering really well. But then suddenly you've also got to become really good at sales. You've got to become really good at marketing. You've got to become really good at technology and operations and logistics. And, and, and that was the idea of business bravery is that I know those things really well. I've been there, I've done that, I've made the mistakes. Um, I've invested lots of money into my own knowledge. I've got on the ground knowledge. I've literally done it myself. Um, how can I help other brands to achieve the same thing so that they can focus on the things that they're good at and I can take away the things that, um, you know, that might be a little bit overwhelming. So what we do is we, we work with um, brands to really help them understand what their strategy should be online. And then we develop that strategy with them and we actually execute it. So it's not just pure strategic consulting. We then will actually execute it for you. So we'll do your brand development. We will actually build your website for you. We'll put together your sales funnel strategy and then we'll also do the traffic generation, the lead generation and help you with your sales if you need it. So it's quite holistic. Um, we generally, because of my background, we generally tend to work with a lot of lifestyle um, brands. And what that's meant is that a lot of our, um, a lot of our clients tend to be in the wedding event, fashion, beauty, um, sort of areas, the creative areas. But interestingly, um, I've got quite a lot of health clients as well because the health industry is moving away, particularly for a lot of physicians, moving away from that kind of clinical environment to where um, a lot of the physicians are actually becoming personalities in themselves and they're building these brands on YouTube and they've got sales funnels and they've got books and speaking and all of those things. So I'm really excited about not only the lifestyle industry, but also how the health industry, lifestyle industry, creative industries are all kind of morphing into this 
um, this, there's this incredible opportunity at the moment. It's, it's, it's a real adventure and I'm there to support brands to achieve their big goals. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Well, and just really high level, like for me personally, like just sharing a personal experience and working with you and your team and business bravery. I've worked with, and, and Catherine knows this, with a lot of different consultants and trying to figure out how to do e-commerce and how to sell online and how to get my message out there. And I will say that, you know, if you're really good at what you do, you should be able to sell it to any industry. And the, the wedding and event and creative industry, a lot of it is emotional. And if you've never served women and if you've never served emotional money spending women, it is a different beast. It really is. And so whenever I met Catherine and started to learn about what you guys do and you know, we were using some of the same tools, but in a different way. I, I joined this group and they said they launched two online products a year. And I thought to myself, are you guys lazy? Like, why? Like, I don't get it. Like, we, we wash, rinse, repeat our content. We have so much content, but that was just the issue. And so once I started to learn and you guys started to guide me and like, okay, I need these videos. We need these lead magnets. There's specific keywords because like I don't sugarcoat shit like I just I'm like here it is and good luck and you can't do that with people and especially in the emotional money spending space you know you really have to like hold people's hands and because I've been doing it for so long I found myself getting tired of that and so having some someone to guide me and say you know, we really need to think about it from this perspective. Think of almost 20 years ago when you started doing this, like you were scared, like you were vulnerable, like how did you feel? Like, you know, and I'm like, gosh, that was so long ago. It's kind of like you forget and you just become completely uh, numb to, to the situation. And so I feel like that is was a huge missing component that was never really pulled out of me. And so working with a group of women who understood women, who understood emotions and how to create those sales funnels and how to do things online, like it was just, it's like, this is what you need to do and here's the date and here's, here's some scripts that will help you. And just the way that everything was outlined was incredible. And I had not had that experience with any other consultants that I had worked with. Um, in fact, as, you know, as a planner, it's like I project manage everyone's event. So if I'm hiring somebody to project manage me, I would like for them to do that. <laughs> and I don't know if, um, if I just was overbearing and, but it's just a completely different experience where you guys actually did what you said you were going to do. You built it out you know, it, it takes work on both parts um, to make a finished product, but to make sure that your brand and your website and your social media and your ads and your funnels are all going into a CRM and making sure it's working correctly, it can like be very overwhelming if you're in this boat by yourself, like trying to build it and like then build the the row and things and like it's like okay let's take this on together and we're gonna figure it out 
Um, and so it's been really amazing to not only work with you guys, but meet other people um, in, in other industries and see some of the different brands that you guys have built. Um, so after you sold your, um, like it was the largest e-commerce, right? Like wedding, all the 300, you said over 300,000 events. Like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty big actually. And I think that, you know, the two points that you're making here are, so, are really interconnected because one of the big lessons that I learned from growing a really big company. I never set out to grow a really big company. I never set out to build a company that had, you know, a big warehouse where we had to track, you know, 20,000 SKUs and, and different inventory items. And we were personalizing and, you know, shipping things off all over the world. I didn't, I didn't get into it for that reason. I had, I was on a very, very steep learning curve. And, you know, one of the big things that I, one of the big lessons that I learned out of that whole experience was that business really should be simple um, as much as possible. So I was overcomplicating so many parts of that business as it grew because I didn't really know, I was bootstrapping everything. I was bootstrapping my knowledge. I was bootstrapping. And in a lot of ways, we were creating um, the ideas at the time. We were kind of at the forefront of a lot of innovation um, in that space. So we had to bootstrap it. We had to um, innovate. But my big lesson out of all of that and what I want to do with all of my clients, and I'm so glad that you experienced that with, with my team and I, is it, this should be simple. It should actually be simple. This growing your business and marketing and sales and automation and technology should simplify your business. Um, and I think where a lot of people get stuck with this and overwhelmed is because, you know, where things get tough and, and most of my clients have had a level of success. They've already got a business. Things have been going well. And oftentimes they've been in business for a long period of time, but things have started to stagnate and they're not quite sure why. That tends to be when we start to work with a lot of businesses. Um, and the, the interesting thing at that point is that happens and it makes things worse is if you understand social media and um, how the advertising, digital advertising works, the minute you go to Google and then you start um, Googling things like, uh, searching for things like, you know, how do I get more leads for my business? Um, lead generation tricks. So you start searching for brands on Facebook or Instagram that are going to help you with lead generation or how to grow my business. Suddenly what happens then is the power of social media and advertising means that you're going to be starting to see, you're going to start to be served a whole heap of ads that are related to that. Um, and this you go down this rabbit hole that's really hard to get out of and it makes you feel really, really terrible where you're starting to see all of these people who are telling you that Facebook ads are the answer or web webinars are the answer or my, you know, this guru is telling you that this is the answer, list building is the answer. Suddenly you've got 15,000 people telling you that there are 15,000 ways to grow your business. And for someone who doesn't have a marketing background or a sales or a digital background, that's incredibly overwhelming. And so I understand why um, people, when they get to me, have usually bought something that 
is just a complete not a waste of time or they haven't been able to make it work because it's one piece of a puzzle. What you've got to do is you've got to look at this holistically, work with someone like me who can see the whole picture, who's been there, done that, and isn't just a marketer but also understands all of the facets that you're dealing with as a CEO and can really empathise with you um, and look at your business holistically and think about how can we simplify this? How can we use marketing to grow your business? But how can we get the foundations right so that things are simpler? Because it should, marketing sales and technology should be in combination actually making your business more fun and more simple rather than co more complex. And I think I'm so glad that you had that experience with us because that's our main aim. Yes, we want to grow your business. Yes, we want to give you a lot of tools and, um, and the right strategy and train up your team so that they can take things into their own hands and, and move things forward. But the other thing we want to do is we want to simplify it so that you understand it, you know, um, you know how things work, what the journey looks like. You've got a, an eye on the strategy and then you can just go for it. You know you can scale because every, all those foundations have been laid. So that, that's the aim of Business Bravery and I, I'm so glad that you had that experience with, with us. Yeah, I mean, just walking, you're so right. It's like every single thing out there is so overwhelming and it's like half the time I don't even know if people are real or if they're spamming or if they're uh, it, it's just it's so overwhelming and you know typically like we take recommendations from friends that have had success in business but in the wedding industry it's really hard to find people that are excited about like jumping off of a cliff together and it's like well let's go spend some money and try this because people get comfortable and so that's where I really noticed I'm like okay like I love this industry but I'm a little bit out there and a little bit different where I can really jump off and do some different things and hopefully master these things and then teach other people that it's not that bad and it's not that hard. Um, you just have to be dedicated and you have to be very focused. And so now I understand when people are like, oh, we just launched two products in a year. I totally get it. So if you'll just share with our listeners like, the focus and the attention to detail and the process that you all, how you work with people. So basically it's like, you know, in 90 days you can expect this. In six months you can expect this. Like what are those basic fundamentals that people would want to know or have before they reach out to you? Yeah, 100% love that. So where we generally where we start is um, we will start with a business and work with them for about 12 to 16 weeks typically. That's the first iteration of um, kind of a master plan of where we take a business. So in that first 12 to 16 weeks, what we're doing there is we um, I spend a lot of time at the front end with the business owner and we start, we really get to understand where they want to take the business, what their goals are. And we dig into lifestyle as well. I'm a really big believer in because I've had, you know, a, a business that was super busy where I was working 100 hours a week, you know, 
without even really thinking about it. I mean, that was a, a good week. Um, and I never saw my kids and family and friends and all of those things, let alone getting to a gym or doing anything for myself. So I've been at that end of the crazy, crazy workload. Um, and in this business, I've now structured everything so that it really supports my lifestyle. So I can take my kids to school. I can um, make sure that I'm at their sporting events on the weekends and those sorts of things and still deeply um, serve my clients and give my team lots of support. So I've been on both ends of that. So the first thing we want to do is, is do that kind of strategic thinking. Where do you really want to take the business? How does it, how do you want it to support your lifestyle? What's the profit you want to make out of it? Um, the thing that I find most of my clients are in the US um, and one of the things I find really hard to grapple with because we've got such great, um, you know, we've got what we call superannuation here. I think that you call that your 401k over there. As a business mm -hmm. owner, the things that we want to be thinking about as we're doing our strategic planning is your retirement Right. What are you What are you thinking about here? It's not just the money that's going to get your mortgage paid this month. It's not the money that you you know you want to buy a new car. Awesome. Love those things. What we also want to do is we want to make sure that the business is structured so that we're putting money away, so that it's supporting your lifestyle in the longer term as well. So we do that kind of strategic thinking together. Um, map out who you like, what's working, what's not working, who you like working with. Um, and then I'll take a look at the, um, the industry. I've got some great people on my team. I know you love working with Lance, who was the, the guy that you met originally yeah. who put us in touch with one another. So I've got a great team, um, including some really, really, really smart people like Lance who've got backgrounds in all sorts of different areas. And what it allows me to do is um, I've got this experience and then we've got, you know, four or five other people, quite an intimate team of trusted people. We get together and we really think about where's the opportunity? How can we structure this? How can we use automation? How can we use marketing to get that business to where they want to go? Um, and from there, we put a report together and send that off to the business owner. We have a strategic meeting usually they sign off on that straight away and they're super, super excited. Then we get to execution and two things happen in parallel here. So my team goes off and they do the branding, the website development, the copywriting, and they put together what we call sales funnels. And sales funnel is really just a souped up, you know, series of web pages that lead a, your target market through a journey. So it takes them from a journey it might be cold and they opt in and they get a bit of a lead magnet, then they go to a video or they go to a Facebook group. So we kind of map that journey out and then we build the different web pages that take them through that journey. Um, and then we have the support mechanisms underneath that because one of my big things is never bleeding a lead. You spend a lot of money on generating leads. And so what you want to do is make sure that if you capture people into your um, sales pipeline, the money is going to be in the follow-up. So we want to put automated follow-up sequences into um, social media and email um, and it could be Facebook Messenger and all sorts of other things as well. There's lots of tools at our disposal depending on what your market is and where they're located. But effect, essentially what we're doing there is making sure that we've got automated follow-up sequences so that the chances of you converting more and optimising the chance of the sale is really high. So my team's executing all of that while I'm working with the business owner 
on their visibility. And this usually comes down to how do we leverage social media? What do we do with our personal brand to, to really get more visible? So it might be working on video strategy, might be working on um, creating their own personal brand. In some circumstances, we're doing, you know, a business project alongside a personal brand at the same time. It really depends. But the idea of that is that I'm working with that business owner on mindset and making sure that they've got all the tools available to them so that they're feeling really confident that when we've got their technical build done, we're ready to go, we're in the right frame of mind, we've got the right people available, we've got the right tools available, everyone's trained and ready to rock and roll, and then we can then start to, to really unleash the scale. And that's where the fun comes in. So that's really what's going on in that kind of 12 to 16 weeks. Um, it's super fun to start working with people on that kind of strategy and, um, and move them forward. And look, no business is the same. And that's why it worries me that there's a lot of gurus out there where, you know, they're saying to you, dump $15,000 into this um, program and suddenly you're going to make a million dollars. It just doesn't happen that way in my experience. In my experience, you're better off working with someone like me and I'd love it to be me. Um, I'd love it to be my team because we love working with all sorts of different innovative um, and fresh brands. But, you know, work with someone like me who understands um, strategy from the ground up and understands business from the ground up but is good at marketing. Um, get the foundations right, get the strategy right, make it part of your lifestyle goal as well, make your business suit your lifestyle and then build those foundations and then go to growth. Um, and then you'll have a lot more fun, a lot more fun. Um, and yeah, that's, that's why we get really great outcomes, I think, because we do look at things, you know, from the top level, um, as well as we build it from the, the grassroots up. Yeah. And then also too, if you'll share with us, um, you know, how, I'm trying to think the best way to say this so it doesn't sound like it's so much work. Um, but like how you guys decide how many videos are needed and explain and talk a little bit about lead magnets. Um, some people listening may understand, you know, giving value and what a lead magnet can do. Um, but like a, what a simple sales funnel is. So if you put a lead magnet out there and you capture someone's information and then it goes into a funnel and then it's tagged typically through a CRM, which it sounds all super complicated, but when you see it all broken down, it's, 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 it's not for some simple sales funnels versus some funnels that are much higher dollar in terms of cost. But if someone wanted to create a lead magnet for their company to show that they're an expert, what would your recommendations be to do that? Yeah, great question. So um, there's a lot of talk about sales funnels at the moment. It's one of those big kind of um, exciting digital products that are, is around. And um, my you know, one of my gurus is Russell Brunson, who owns ClickFunnels. He's pretty incredible, um, but he's very shouty, shouty. And, you know, if you go to the ClickFunnels website, you, as someone in the creative industry, you'll probably, you know, I don't know, melt from the amount of shoutiness there. It's just kind of recoil in a corner. Um, 
it's not for everyone. So look, the, the general premise of a sales funnel and how that would work for someone in a creative industry um, is what we want to do is we want to first off understand what who your target market is. So who who is your ideal target market and get to know them really intimately. Um, and this is a mistake that a lot of people make in the creative industries. They jump straight to logos. They jump straight to creating little pretty ebooks and you know their their websites. Um, and then they wonder why you know, they've launched this thing and, and no one's converting from it. It's because you haven't done the foundation work first. And the foundation work doesn't have to be difficult, cumbersome or long, but you do need to understand who you're marketing to, where they are, what's going to actually resonate with them and get your packages and your messaging and your pricing really well home so that you're confident to take that messaging to the market because let me tell you, and this is something that I say to all of my clients, if you are not confident in what you're selling, if you're not confident in the packages, the branding and the pricing, you will sell nothing, nothing. No one's buying what you've got. So get that right first. And as I say, that doesn't have to take months and months and months. It literally can take days, but do spend the time to get that right. So you know who you're know who you're selling to and what it is that you're actually selling and you, you know what the thing the outcome is that you want so the outcome that you want may be to get someone on a phone call with you um, so that you can sell them one of your wedding planning packages for example and you know that you're really good once you can get someone on the phone with you you know that you're really good at conversion um, but the the thing that you're struggling with and this is pretty typical is how to get a lead to that phone call um, and what we've got to understand about what a, what a good sales funnel does, what a good marketing strategy will do is it will warm people up, warm the lead up from cold to the point where they actually get on the phone with you and they're pre-sold. So they know so much about you. They understand your background. They understand what you do. They're feeling really engaged with you. They, they understand that they're going to have a you know, you, you're going to have a good relationship with one another. By the time you get them on that call, it's yours to lose, right? So that's that's a good marketing strategy. You want people on the phone with you going, oh, my God, you've got, you know, you, you, it was like you were speaking directly to me in that video. The way that you achieve that is by intimately understanding your target market and really understanding what the outcome is that you want and then mapping the different, um, the, the journey that you want the, the lead to go on in order to get from A to B. So from cold lead to phone call, we can convert them. And so how we do that is we just, we literally sit down and we say, what's the first thing that we want to give that person when they're cold, when they don't know, and, and let's, you know, imagine that we're doing this for Angela's brand um, and she's selling her event management services. If a cold lead doesn't know who on earth Angela is, the first thing we want to do is we want to set her up as an authority in this space. So what we would do is we would perhaps run ads, social media campaigns, content campaigns that go to an opt-in page where we give away a piece of value. And that's what Angela's talking about when she says the, the words lead magnet. A lead magnet is exactly what it says. It's a magnet for leads. It's some piece of value that we give away in exchange for their email address. 
So we have an opt-in page, which is the first page typically on a, a sales funnel. On that page, we would give away that lead magnet. Now let's use Angela's business as an example. Is that okay, Angela, if we totally. do that? Yeah. Cool. Okay, so let's, let's imagine we're selling, um, you know, Nashville um, wedding planning, luxury Nashville wedding planning to destination couples. So we would run uh, some Facebook ads um, or some uh, Google AdWords ads plus some social media campaigns to this opt-in. The first thing they get to see um, after the ad or after that first touch point is this opt-in page where we're giving them a lead magnet. Off the top of my head, that might be you know, 50 hidden secrets um, for luxury destination weddings in Nashville. And then we'd work with Angela on the content for that and we'd um, perhaps interview some, you know, high level, some up and coming uh, venues, those sorts of things, talk to some restaurants, talk to some caterers, talk to some florists, etc., and put together a really high value um, ebook that we would give away um, at like a magazine style um, ebook that we would give away. So that's what they get. They put their email address in, and the exchange for that is they get this beautifully produced ebook. Um, after that, we've got their details. So on the second page, when we say they've got the ebook, they've put their details in, then we serve them a second page. Um, that's that page would generally have something on it, like a um, it might have a video from Angela saying. Hey, I'm Angela. Thank you so much for downloading my ebook. And then she would talk about what she does and why she's so good at what she does. And we would offer a consultation at that point. Free consultation to jump on the phone with one of Angela's teammates. Your short consultation, qualify them and then move them into Angela's sales pipeline. So it might be as simple as that, guys. And then the ones that when I was talking about never bleeding a lead, um, and Angela was talking about connecting the sales funnel to your CRM. What she means by that is they've opted in and given us their email address. Now we want to send them a series of emails that warms them up to, and we're continuing to sell them that phone call with Angela's team. That's the destination. That's the, the chief goal because we know that Angela's team can convert people from there. So our job is to use follow-up sequences by email and also use Facebook retargeting. So serve them ads that continues to sell Angela as the authority for des luxury destination weddings in Nashville. So we would do that by, um, if, again, if you think about the journey, what are some of the things that people want to know before they pick up the phone and talk to Angela's team? They want to know that Angela knows what she does. So we might run some case study videos. We might have in the emails, we might run, we might um, have some testimonials from people. We might talk about um, Angela's background and how she's worked with hundreds of luxury brides over time or how she's now a consultant to other brands, which again really helps elevate um, Angela's authority in the space. So by the time they actually get on the phone with someone on Angela's team, our objective is that they know so much about Angela. They've seen these case studies. They've got this beautiful ebook. They've seen some videos. They've probably gone to Angela's social media and Angela does an incredible job of this, um, making sure that the content on all, sort, all your different um, social media is, again, authority building. So it's showcasing what it's like at 
these events that Angela's um, planning. You can see that they're all luxury. It all works, you know, together holistically so that by the time that person gets on the phone with Angela's team member, they're sold, they're pre-sold. It's just a matter of answering a few objection questions and then we're off and racing. So that, that's what a sales funnel is there to do. Um, and it might sound a little bit complex, but it's actually not. What we want to do is really simplify that journey and, and think about the typical journey and then build it, um, you know, build it online so that it takes a lot of the headache away from you so that you're not having to do a lot of that manual work. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, go ahead. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, so other types of ways that people can give value and, um, you know, put ads out there for leads in terms of helping clients do webinars, what, what is your experience with that? Sure, sure, sure. So um, webinars are can work really, really, really well. So um, what a webinar is, is it's usually either a live or a pre-recorded presentation. Um, and there are some lots and lots of gurus out there who will tell you there are different ways to do webinars. Um, we've got experience with, you know, the lifestyle and wedding and um, health and more the lifestyle industries. And, and there's a way that we structure a webinar that we've well honed over time and it works really well. So we typically will use this template. Um, how we work with a client with webinars is you may want to write the webinar yourself, uh, which is like writing a presentation um, to present to an audience and using our structure, or you might want our team to actually write it for you and then we coach you through how to record it. Um, either way, and you can present the webinar live and you, or you can present the webinar in an evergreen way, which means that we pre-record it and then we use technology so that people can opt in and see that web webinar whenever they're ready. There's value to both. There's, there's pluses and minuses to both ways of doing presenting a webinar. So it's really just down to we'd look at the audience and think about you know, what's really going to work best here. Um, and then we would make those decisions based on your business and your audience. Um, the other thing that you can also use, so webinars are really good. Uh, they can work really well. Typically what we would do is we'd have a lead magnet first and then as the cold way of, you know, um, lead, gener lead generation, then after they've, um, they're in the list, then we would, after they're a little bit warmer, then we would serve them a webinar. Um, because it's quite a big, it's quite a big thing for people to go to a webinar first up. It's it's a big um, commitment to sit there and listen to someone talk for forty five minutes to an hour and a half. So generally, we wouldn't be sending cold traffic to that. Mind you, there's plenty of people out there doing that. Um, it just, in my experience, doesn't work as well as the lead magnet to a webinar. The other way that you can do this, and something that um, we actually helped Angela build, is a PLF style launch, and that can be evergreen or live again. So PLF is something that um, has been around for a while. You can still buy the product launch formula. They, they actually launch this a couple of times a year. You can buy the system. We do something fairly similar. 
um, but we do generally do this on evergreen. And what, what that means, some, for some audiences, rather than doing this great big 45 minute to 90 minute webinar, we cut it down and we present chunks of it in smaller videos. So we can have a lead magnet and a video and the email and the Facebook ads each day. So each day you might present a slightly, you know, smaller version, smaller chunk of informational value. And then day two, a different chunk of informational value. Day three, a different chunk of informational value. All the while you're seeding the fact that you've got something really exciting that you're going to offer them at the end. Then typically day four or day five, you would do a um, you would actually do some kind of a launch so you would you would make an offer and you'd leave the offer open for a period of time so it might be 72 hours 24 hours again we make the decision based on the audience um, but that the idea of smaller chunks over a longer period of time rather than a 45 minute to 90 minute webinar you know, 10 minute videos over four or five days can work with a different audience. So really just a matter of looking at what the audience is. There's many, many, many ways that you can present, um, you can present value to your clients. You just, or potential clients, it's a matter of really thinking about what's going to resonate best with my audience and testing it. And sometimes you make assumptions and it doesn't work so well the first time and that's when you, you get into kind of testing and analyzing and you can tweak and optimize things. Um, but does that, does that make sense? Did, did I explain yeah. that? Well? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's perfect. And guys, like I know that because we get the questions all the time, like who's doing this and who's doing this and who's helping with this. And it's like, it definitely takes um, a team. It doesn't have to be a huge team who have gone through it. They've tested these things. They understand the market and they can bring experience to the table because going out blindly and wasting money and trying to do this yourself, uh, take it from somebody who's tried to do it um, all by yourself, it doesn't really work that way. And it's very discouraging when you don't have the results that you're hearing that other people are having these results. It's like, what, well, what am I doing wrong? And there's definitely an art to doing these funnels. And so even if you made it a goal to automate one thing, just one thing for this year, like what would that be? What would that one thing be that you could give to your audience, give to your couples, give to your clients to create value? And then how can you automate that and then monetize it? So it's almost like a game sometimes with the numbers and typically like I'm all about testing things now, which I used to not be, but then the numbers don't lie. And I'm like, well, now I'm just going to shut up <laughs> and because uh, the numbers don't lie. So it's just, it's so important before you invest in your brand and your business to make sure that you're choosing a company that is going to care for your brand and do what they say they're going to do um, because it's it's not that hard. Like you were saying, like take it back to the basics 
and work with teams and consultants who can help you achieve what you're looking to achieve. And another thing, too, is when you're so close to your brand and your business, sometimes you have a lot of blind spots and you don't really know that you're not being clear to the audience because, like you were saying earlier, we overcomplicate everything. And so I've just, I've really appreciated how Business Bravery and you and your team made things easy for us because it, it can be overwhelming. Um, and we have great funnels now and, you know, love click funnels and lovely pages and still the CRM, you know, the software is the software. <laughs> sometimes we love it. Sometimes we don't. But at the end of the day, like it's there for a reason and it serves its purpose. And so just being approachable to opening your mind on how to, utilize technology and utilize sales funnels and chatbots and things like that on your website or like Catherine was saying there's so many different tools like reach out and ask questions because that's the only way that you're going to get where you want to go is if you explore and you ask questions um, but we're out of time already and I want to tell them so much more <laughs> about some of the fun things that we've done together, but that'll have to be part two. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I'd love to do that. Part two sounds great. Yes. But where is the best way for, for our listeners? Should they just go to businessbravery.com to look at some of the, the brands that you, you guys have helped and worked with? Yeah, absolutely. So businessbravery.com has um, some great examples of the different businesses that we've worked with and the way that we work with branding and websites and sales funnels and explains in a little bit more detail how the three interconnect um, and how we we work strategically with brands. So, um, and you're more than welcome, uh, really, really welcome to jump on a call with my team and I. Um, and what we're also going to do is we'll set up um, you can go to businessbravery.com forward slash Angela Profit and we'll have a special offer on there where you can download some really good value. You can actually see a lead magnet in, um, in how it works, download that, and then we'll um, gladly jump on a call with you to talk through your, um, your business, um, brainstorm it. I, I'm not in the business of pushing anyone to do anything that they're not ready for, but I love brainstorming business um, opportunities with people. So it would be a true pleasure um, to jump on the phone and, and have a quick brainstorm and just see if we can, you know, kind of get Angela asked you to think about what one piece of value could you give. Let's brainstorm that and see what, what you can come up with. Amazing. Thank you so much, Catherine, for your time and your insight and your guidance today on funnels and technology and all that stuff that a lot of people are afraid of because it's not that hard. <laughs> Thank you so, so much, everyone, for listening to Business Unveiled. And be sure to tune in next week so you do not miss any of the insider scoop on Business Unveiled. Have a great day. Bye. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with your friends. And I'm so very grateful if you leave a review. Be sure you are a subscriber so you never, ever miss the juicy details of Business Unveiled. Also, be sure that you are part of my email list. And if you're not, 
Sign up today at AngelaProfit.com, where I share valuable resources and exclusive products with only my subscribers. Now, before I go, I want to ask you, if you have a story or a product to share with the creative industry, please let me know. To be considered as a guest on Business Unveiled, visit AngelaProfit.com and submit a podcast guest form. Until next time, remember to stay productive and profitable. You've been listening to Business Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time as we share our experiences to help you be more productive and profitable in your creative business. For more great resources, visit AngelaProfit.com.